Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Hey, let me tell you something. You're listening to Roundtable Sports Talk, bringing you the latest, hottest, and up to date sports news across the world with your hosts, Austin and Brett. I know you're going to dig this. All right, welcome back, everybody. Roundtable Sports Talk. Appreciate you if you're tuning in, watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, good bit to get to today. Um, I think I want to start off with the NBA, like we talked about. Just news this week: everyone knows Clay broke the three-point record for a game. It was Steph's record. Did he make that twenty thirteen? It was thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Oh no, it was thirteen. But I don't know. I don't know what year Uh-oh. Steph broke it first. Was it fourteen? Um, might have been 2014, but yeah, the record was 13 threes in the game. Uh, Clay Thompson broke that with 14 uh, a couple nights ago against the Bulls. They were blowing him out. I think he had like eight or nine or ten by halftime or something like that. I'm not even it's sure. Crazy because they so, dropped they dropped 92 points in the half against yeah, the Bulls. It's incredible. That's so um, yeah, we got the sound clip from the record breaking three pointer, and it is right here. That is unbelievable. So it's crazy, I mean, but it just sums up Golden State. I mean, what do they do best, better than anybody? Why have they won all these titles? Because they can. Shoot they have three. like four or five guys that can hit threes all day long. Even their power forward can hit a three. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and when Steph's cold, Clay's hot. When Clay's cold, Steph's hot. If they're both cold, Durant's there. That seems just you know pretty much unbeatable. Um, obviously, I think they win the championship this year. But you know, props you to never Clay. Know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll get bounced out. It'd be cool to see two new teams in the finals this year. Well, we know it ain't going to be Golden State and Cleveland. No, it will not be the Cavaliers. As also, what broke this week too was J.R. Smith. He went out. Came out and said, "They said something about would you like to be traded?" And he was just like, "Yes, yeah." And the NBA has a clause where, as a player, you cannot request a trade on your contract when you're under contract. Um, I think. Somebody did it last year, and they fined him like ten grand. Crazy. I don't understand it. Like you should be able to. Uh, like the NBA is so pro, like the players being verbal and stating their opinions, especially on like you know the, you know um, what's relevant in the world, and you know using their platform to express how they feel, but they can't come out and say that they want to trade. That's. I mean, it's stupid. It's just like. Freedom of speech kind of deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have all this right to say anything they want to about what's going on in this country, but the owners are like, you can say whatever you want about like racism and politics and the president and you know money and everything else, but you can't Can't. request for a trade. Like that's stupid. You should. He was just like he was just answering like. Well, you know what? Yeah, if they're not allowed to say it, they shouldn't be asked the question. Because you know, if he well, he could have said, yeah, I declined the answer or whatever, but. You he could have, but I mean, you want your players to talk to the media and answer their questions. So one rule for the media should be, hey, don't ask my guys if, about trades. Yeah, about about trades. Yeah, because they're it's. Um, I mean, I think they should be able to say what they want. Obviously, uh, I think I saw a, a Bleacher Report like fake news kind of deal. It's like Chair Smith went to the Lakers. <laughs> I don't think LeBron would let him. LeBron, no. LeBron would like shut the city down and block the roads off so that Jr. couldn't get in. But um, um, that was that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of sad when the only NBA news is Jared Smith wanting to trade. And the only other thing we were going to talk about was D-Rose dropping 50 off the bench. Yes, we saw some vintage D-Rose, even though I hate that word and hearing about that. But it happened very early in the season, within the first month. Um, yeah, 50 off the bench, too. That's crazy. I mean, you got to give him props, too. And he's gone through all those injuries and all all that training. Yeah, I mean, he, he won, what, the, the, the MVP in, like, 2008? I thought it was eleven. Or, yeah, it might be eleven. And then he's the he was the youngest player to ever win the uh, MVP and high hopes. They thought he was going to have multiple titles, and then you know when you got bum knees, it it was good to see. And he and he saved the block to win the game. That's sad that he had scored fifty, and then yeah, they still barely won the game. It was crazy. I swear, defense in the NBA is getting worse. Also, like these games are starting to be like one twenty to one twenty five now, instead of you know eighty nine to ninety. Exactly. Um, really, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, I was trying to look up for like if um here it is. It was Eric Bledsoe last year with the Suns was fined ten grand by the NBA for saying I don't or for tweeting I don't want to be here. That's who. It was. Oh like, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. So Smith will probably get fined. I'm um, just trying to cap off on that. I was trying to pull up an article where we were talking. I got you. But um, I don't know that that Cleveland team's like falling apart, and they got rid of Tyron Lue. Yeah, Lue's gone. Love's hurt. I think they're like, are they over? Have they won yet? Uh, I have it right here. They're one and seven. Really? Yes. You know what's interesting? What I just came across. What's up? Um, Jarrett Smith is. 12th in NBA three-pointers in history. Wow. That's crazy. I did not know that. Well, he, he did it. He played for Denver, right? Did he play with He Mello? has played for Denver. Did he play with Melo? He played in New York for a minute, I okay. think. Uh, he's 37% from outside in his career. He's made 1,917 three-pointers. That's, hey, that's not, I don't think Jared was on any type of list anywhere other than the most any drink. Most any drink. So, um, any other NBA news? I think there's somebody made a uniform change, or uh, they dropped the city uniforms. Oh, is that what? It, okay, yeah, that's what it was. Um, and then also one more thing with Cleveland is they were selected to host the 2022 NBA All Star Game. So maybe they'll get some fans in the city for that week because they're not going to have any fans in Cleveland for a while. Or. LeBron might come back home. Yeah, he'll win two titles in two years with the Lakers, and then he'll go back home. <laughs> um, one big game, I don't want to call it a big game, but it was Golden State and the Timberwolves play tonight, I think is what we saw. Yeah, that's so, an interesting game I see. If Jimmy Butler plays, that could be a good game, but probably not. Golden State will probably win by 40. Butler's been sitting out Minnesota's whenever 50, he wants to. 50% right now, they're 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, I've seen their 4-4, four and four. so they're not terrible, but not really clicking. The Raptors are doing good this year, seven and one. Because Kawhi's been balling. It's nice to see Kawhi ball. I just want to see Kawhi happy, so he can do his awkward laugh some more. <laughs> do we have that laugh? I want to. I'm sure. I'm sure you can find it. I right really there. want to pull up his stupid. Well, laugh. okay. Let me recap the last night's out. game while you fi- figure that out. All right. Um. Let's see. What was a good game? Oklahoma City won against the Hornets. Whoop de do. They're sucking too. The Nuggets beat the Cavs. Shocking. Uh, shocking. Uh, the 76ers beat the Clippers. That was a good game. Sixers are perfect 5-0 and at home, Um, which is funny because they're 5-4. and Who is? Uh, Philly. And they say Sixers are perfect 5-0 and at home. 
Sacramento played Atlanta. Sacramento blew the water out of Atlanta. 146-115. The Celtics-Bucks game was good. Um, they capped. They did a milestone. I think most three-pointers in a game. Really? Yeah. And yeah, that's good for them. Maybe they can keep up with Golden State. <laughs> and Portland played New Orleans last night, and Portland won. So that was last night's game. Did you find the clip? I found it, but I can't find – I can't get the audio to work. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it was turned down. That's why. Okay, hang on. I got this. Yourself, and what would you like? I love, to give the, you I love me a Kawhi laugh. Hey, Kawhi, do you want to play for I don't Toronto? Even know where you sitting at? Like. <laughs> <laughs> His laugh is so weird. It's amazing. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I could listen to this on a loop all day. I don't even know where you sitting at. Like. <laughs> oh my god alright I'm done oh I love me some Kawhi laugh I wish his personality was better <laughs> um, yeah so NBA kind of boring this early um, Lakers are better with Lonzo starting than Rondo they're like 3-1 and one when Lonzo starts so I don't know why you wouldn't start him his shot's looking a little better and he passes a lot so that's great uh, What are, what have they got over 500 yet or no the Lakers um I know they were like three and five at one point or three and six, so probably not. I got you. Hold on. I know they've played that many games, but I don't know why it is when Rondo plays. I guess because he's just old. They're three and five. They're still three and five. Yeah. I thought they'd play some games. They're twelfth in the Western Conference. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> no kidding. Look at Houston, one and five. They need to figure that out. I don't know what's happening there. I mean, I know Harden's been banged up a little bit, but I just I I don't get it. I mean, you have like two two of the best players. Three, if you consider well, Carmelo. I don't consider still. Carmelo that good. Um, I can't find LA. Oh yeah, they are. They are three and five still. So that sucks. Oh yeah, that sucks. And your top teams right now in the West are Golden State, Denver, who's seven and one. They're having, I think, it's Denver. their best start since the seventies. Yeah, um, Portland, San Antonio, San Antonio is actually five and two. It's because Demar's playing. For mm-hmm. uh, Sacramento six and three, and then Memphis is four and two, and Utah's four and three, and then you go down to the Pelicans four and four. So, two, four, six, eight. I mean, yeah, like the Lakers wouldn't even be, well, obviously, they wouldn't be in the playoffs because they're 12th right now, but get it. I mean, well, the other thing predict- is. We predicted this. They said it was going to be a slow start. Well, it's, I mean, every team LeBron's went to has been a slow start. So, I mean, I, I get it. It's, you know, it's whatever. Who is in LA's division? I'm sure um, it's the East. Da, da, da. Okay, so it's Gold. Oh, God, they're in Golden State's division. Wow. Oh, that blows. I well, guess yeah, so, because they're it's all, the Western. In, all in Cali. Yeah. But it's Golden State, Sacramento, the Clippers, the Lakers, and Phoenix. So right now they're fourth in their division. So they'll more than likely. They'll, they'll get finish it. better than the Clippers, and then they'll probably be neck and neck with Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento's balling. Mm-hmm. Who even plays for Sacramento? I couldn't tell you. Because I think the way the NBA works is all division winners go, which would be like, they have like five divisions on each side, don't they? I think, yeah, let's see, one, they have the Northwest, the Pacific, the Southwest, oh no, they only have three. No, it's three, so there must be like three teams that only each go go from each division, because there's like 16 teams in the playoff, and I know eight goes from each conference, so however they want to divide it up, I guess. Let's let's wrap this up, because it's boring. I'm sorry. (laughs) Buddy, basketball's your sport, ain't it? Yeah, well, when you're a Warriors fan... Yeah, true. Okay. Um, 
so what we're going to dive into next, if anyone cares, I know I kind of do. Um, UFC, you think it's 230? UFC 230. Is tomorrow night. Cormier. Versus and- Derek Lewis. If you don't know who Derek Lewis is, he's the one that won at UFC 229. And after he won, he said, my balls are hot. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, they were like, you ready for a title fight? And he's like, no, I get my big ass in shape or something like that. And then like three days later, the title fight was announced. So I don't think that was his call. Um, but on the card, like Daniel Cormier and Derek Lewis are really the only ones that I know they're going to be the main event fighting for the heavyweight title. Um, Derek Lewis is the underdog. Cormier is being picked by everyone. He's the older, he's a little older. He's the champ. They got the same amount of wins. Yeah. Their records are the same. I know Derek Lewis has like a six or seven inch reach on Daniel and I think he's taller, but Daniel's a lot faster um, Lewis is just a powerhouse. I mean, I watched his last fight, and he got worked all the way into the final round, and then he finally one of his haymakers just landed, and That's he won the, takes won the heavyweight match. class. Yeah, I mean, you you got to have a chin. You got to be able to take hits all game, all you know, all fight long. So, well, Cormier's records twenty one and one. Mm-hmm. Derek Lewis's records twenty one and five. Okay, so they're close. Um, Lewis is definitely the underdog. Yeah, all the experts are picking Cormier. Like, uh, I don't know who these guys are on this website, but they've all picked Cormier. The other big fights, I don't really, I'm not familiar with the names. It's Weedman and Jacare. Jakar. I've heard of Weedman. I think I've seen one fight. Um, they're fighting in the middleweight class. Then you have David Brantz and Jared Kanonier. Kanonier? Not sure. Middleweight, Carl Robinson, Jack Marshman, middleweight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Derek Brunson sounds like a familiar name to me, but I don't know a whole lot about the lower cards of the UFC. I'm just, I just mainly want to watch the Derek Lewis fight, but I'm not going to get to because I'll be in Gainesville for the Florida game. And when I get home, I'm going to be tired. I'm not going to stay up till one in the morning like I did a month ago to watch the main fight. So I'll just watch it on YouTube or whatever the next day or I'll record it if I can. <laughs> no, because I didn't buy it. So I don't know. I don't really know where either of them go from there. I mean, because I'm sure once if Lewis wins and you know gets the title, he's probably not going to want to fight for a long time. Mm, yeah, kind of. And Cormier is kind of old, so he might just retire if he loses, or his balls get hot again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe he'll wear like looser shorts this time. <laughs> Pretty much all the predictions are saying that you know Cormier is the better fighter. Um, they both had a short training camp leading up to this fight. Like I said, Lewis just fought, I think, like a month ago. Yeah, it was month. Um, Lewis is, you know, a self-proclaimed a proclaimed brawler, which I understand that after watching his last fight. So he's not even close to being, you know, a complete fighter where Cormier is more, you know, ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cormier is going to be faster. He's They say he has ex- more experience, but, I mean, I know he's older, but they've, pl- they've you know, fought just as many, you know, UCF or UFC matches. Um, and then apparently Cormier is a wrestler. Normally the big guys aren't wrestlers, so Not I don't really, know because they they probably get hard. It's hard for them to get yeah. off the ground. I just I can't imagine you taking Derek Lewis to the ground. I mean that's a big man to be trying to roll up on the ground. Uh, yeah. So I think Lewis will stand in there. Like I said, he has a chin. I think I'm gonna go with the underdog. I, yeah, I think I would too. Just because if he lands one punch, I think it could be over. Where Cormier, I think, is gonna try and wear him down and like dismantle him a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm not going to see because I won't be watching it, but I will. 
find out who wins and how it ends. So if you're watching that, congrats. It's probably like $60. <laughs> and uh, you can have a great late night. So, <laughs> UFC 30. There you go. Anything else you want to add on that? No, I mean, yeah. it's... You know, it's going to be a good fight. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, hopefully. I think the UFC's had trouble finding... They haven't had many, like, going all the way through rounds of matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, UFC's always been... It could be over real fast. But what I th- what I think has happened with the UFC, it's like, even like me. Like, I know Cormier and Derek Lewis, main fight. Yeah. I don't know anyone else on the main fight card. Mm-mm. Like, you think you would brand these guys and try and, you know... See, that's why you go out and pay the cover charge and go watch it somewhere else. Yeah. Especially for just one I fight. I didn't even pay a cover charge last month when I went. Oh, really? But it's just, you know, even for the uh, McGregor and um, Habib fight. Yeah. Like, I didn't know really anyone else on the main card. It's like they don't they don't advertise these undercard guys at all. Was that this? No, that wasn't the same time as the other Derek, where, where Derek Lewis just fought. Yeah, was that, that the same was, card? It was the same pay-per-view. Yeah, oh, Derek Lewis and them okay. were like, they were like two fights before the final fight. True. Um, he was fighting some big, like, tall Russian dude, I think. I don't know. Yeah, watch out for the Russians. So, I don't know. I just feel like USC could do a better job at branding their undercard guys. So, it's like, you know, you're not spending $60, $70 to just watch this one fight and care about it. You're going to want to see three or four of the fights throughout the night. True. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But they're making enough money, and they got one of these things every freaking month. So, I guess they're doing fine. True that. So, right. yep, that's about that. Obviously, baseball is over. Uh, Boston's just been parading since then. I know they did something to kind of like troll Aaron Judge a little bit for the Yankees. Something happened when they played at one point. Aaron Judge, they won, and Aaron played some song carrying like a big old jukebox on his shoulder. Uh, so now, so now the Red Sox have been like making videos, trolling. dancing around to that song and stuff, trolling them. So that's you know kind of funny when you're World Series champ. I guess you can do that. Let's uh let's dive into some college football. Oh yes, I did want to talk college. Um, UCF we haven't. Last night. We uh, yeah, U- UCF and the team that wants Bama and thinks they should be ranked in the top four had to win a shootout with Temple last night. They won like fifty to forty two. Fifty two to forty. Fifty two to forty. At one point, it was like it was thirty five, thirty four. So you're terrible. Your defense is terrible. You can't barely beat Temple. And you want a ranked opponent? Like, I get it. You guys beat Auburn last year. Hallelujah. But you lost a lot of players from last season. A lot. Like, a lot of them. They're starting to sound like Jacksonville fans did, like, last season and four weeks ago. Like, calm down and beat somebody first. Oh, y'all did. Okay, well, beat more than one good team. Well, the only good team they would see was if they play a bowl game again. Exactly. And. You know, I understand it's not really their fault because they're in a crappy conference. But, you know, um, JP and I just went over this today. Like, FAU, Lane Kiffin went down there. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're just as good as any of these big teams. We want to play. So what did he do? He went out and he scheduled Oklahoma earlier in the season. They went to Oklahoma and just got destroyed. Oh, yeah, they did. So, you like like the, the UCF, you know, director or, you know, coaches, your staff, whatever – if they wanted to, they could go schedule one of these games with Bama, or schedule one of the. They could schedule an LSU. They could schedule a Texas. They could. I mean, they don't have to. I mean, they don't have to go ahead to have Ohio State. Like, yeah, like they don't have to have the big. 
if UCF had two ranked games a year against like a 19th and 13th ranked opponent and won those two games, they'd probably be about fourth right now, fourth or fifth. Because yeah. it's like, okay, you know, you got two ranked wins this year. You're playing well. You won those games by a good amount. Right now, all you have to look at for them, it's like, well, you don't play a ranked team. And you ranked. barely beat unranked Memphis. You barely beat unranked Temple. Not even thought about ranked. Like, you can't even think about ranked. Like, I don't know if Temple's ever been ranked. So, Not to my knowledge, no. You're barely beating these teams, and you expect, like, and, and then the first college football playoff standings came out. And I think they were um, 10th, and they got pushed back to 12th. And, like, the, you know, two lost Gators went from 9th to, I think, 11th. And they're like, well, we're better than the two lost Gator team. Well, you know, you very well may be, but you're not playing opponents to for us to see. I mean, you, is their rank based on their strength of schedule? It's banked on, it's, it's, it's awful. Like, it's not as bad as the BCS was years ago because BCS was like, if you beat a team by 80, you're going to be better. Yeah. This looks more at, you know, the strength of schedule, you how? know, so if who you're playing, where you're playing them, you know, how much you do end up winning by, what your team looks like, it, you know, it's it's all that. And when you play high school teams all year long and are barely beating them, you're not going to get any national recognition, especially after all the crying you had last year. You know, you know they're going to get tired of that, and it's just, I understand their frustration, but you got to go to the front office or to the athletic director or whoever does their scheduling and be like, listen, do whatever we can do to get some ranked opponents on the schedule. Stop playing, you know. No name teams? Stop. I mean, I understand Memphis is in their team, but they're playing. I had it pulled up a couple of weeks ago, like 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 Sam U and like Navy. I, just stop playing those teams. So, I don't know. Um, other news, though, like I said, the rankings did come out. Um, and this isn't the normal AP poll rankings we've been seeing. This is this uh, is like champ. the playoff. It's like years ago when like the first BCS rankings would come out. Gotcha. So what you have is Alabama at eight and zero in first, Clemson eight and zero in second, LSU seven and one at three, Notre Dame eight and zero at four. Damn. So there's your four playoff teams at the moment. So if the playoff started today, Bama would get in Notre Dame, and Clemson and LSU would have to fight it out. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see where. So is that strength of schedule? Yeah. So see, this is why. Let me find this. Okay. So I have the strength of schedule in front of me, right? Okay. So uh, I'll just give the rankings real fast. We'll jump to that. Michigan seven and one, then Georgia seven and one, Oklahoma seven and one, Washington State seven and one, Kentucky, Ohio State, Florida is at six and two. They're the highest ranked two loss team. Then UCF's behind us. Uh, West Virginia, Penn State, Utah, Iowa, Texas, and then we get all the way down there. Okay. So to my strength of schedule, Alabama's eight no, their strength of schedule is fifty fifth. That's not you know, it's not 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 towards the top at all. Yeah. Clemson's at twenty ninth, eight no. So if you were to really look at that, you would think Clemson would jump Bama, but Clemson's had a couple you know so scares the higher, this season. The higher the number, the weakest of yes. schedule. Yeah, so okay. if you're number one strength of schedule, you have the hardest schedule. Okay. LSU is seven and one. The reason they're third, they have the fifth hardest schedule. And they're and, still seven and one. Yeah, and 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 they play Alabama this Saturday night, so that's going to be. And so, if Bama beats them, LSU obviously you know fall down a couple spots. And if LSU wins that game, Bama probably will not even fall out of the top four. They'll probably fall to about fourth, and you'll have a, a Georgia well, Bama, here, Bama situation. Again. Here's your comparison. Look at 
UCF is strength. Yeah, schedule. so I was working my way down. So like Florida strength is like Florida has a 17th hardest schedule, which is why they're ranked at the at top. Yeah. Out of the entire screen I'm looking at, and I will stroll down so I can see the entire top 25. Out of the entire ranked teams, UCF has the easiest schedule at 125th. The six and two, twenty fifth ranked Virginia, uh, what are I don't know what they are like the Musketeers or something? I don't remember what they are. No, yeah, or is that Virginia Tech? I don't remember. But Virginia has the fifty fourth strongest schedule. Iowa State's number one at twenty four, and they're four and three. <laughs> so don't talk to me, UCF, about your hundred twenty fifth ranked easiest schedule. T- yeah, you can't use the word toughest at that point. I mean, easy schedule. And you're barely beating Memphis, and you're barely beating Temple. You are lucky to be ranked twelfth right now. That is pretty surprising. I mean, Kentucky is seven and one, and they have the twenty seventh ranked schedule. They're sitting at number like nine. Ohio State seven and one. They're sitting at ten. Ohio State should honestly. I mean, I know they they took a bad loss to Purdue, but you know they'll they'll, they'll find their way back. And I'm not going to sit here and act like the committee is not biased. They're not because it is sometimes. Well, it's a criteria of how they rank them. You know, strength of schedule, where you play, like you said, when you play, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, it's biased also in the fact that, you know, it's good for college football to have Bama in the top four. It's good for college football to have Clemson there. It's good for college football to have Ohio State in there. So, you know, it's – that's like the shakeup teams right now that could shake up this whole thing is Notre Dame at 8-0. Because they're not normally there, Michigan has gotten stronger again at seven and one, and Georgia's sitting at seven and one. So if Georgia can beat Kentucky this weekend, which Kentucky's number nine, that'll be a big game. Whoever wins that game should get bumped. Well, what did what did I say? They are six and nine, so they're not going to really fall that much unless it's a blowout. But whoever wins that game is going to go play in the SEC title game against more than likely Bama. Because um, even if LSU beats Bama. You know, uh, well, it'd probably be LSU because that's a West game. Yeah. So if LSU beats Bama wins out, LSU will represent the West and SEC. And you'd have LSU-Kentucky SEC title game. So that would actually be kind of nice. And then Bama really wouldn't have a shot. True. So, I mean, if Bama wins this game, then they are going to get a good contest in the SEC title game that they'll probably win, just like they did last year against Georgia. And they'll go in as the one seed again. Um. What are other good games around? Let's see. Alabama, LSU, we already said. Missouri, mm-hmm. Florida, we said. Yeah, I mean, Missouri, Florida is going to be good. Uh, Missouri barely lost to Kentucky last week, 15-14. Mm-hmm. to So that actually kind of scares me as a Florida fan. Did we beat – have we played Kentucky yet? Yeah, they are, Yeah, we lost to them like the third week of the oh, season. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, and then Penn State plays Michigan, so. Uh, Penn State's 14th, Michigan is 6th or 5th, so that will be a good game. Uh, West Virginia and Texas. Six and one, six and two. Uh, Texas is seventeenth. West Virginia is thirteenth. So they're all co- there are some good twenty-five. Yeah, Louisville, ranking. Clemson. Yeah, that's not a good one. Uh, yeah, Louisville's not any good this year. Um, and Clemson just whooped Florida State fifty-nine to ten last week. Yeah, so there's, there's a few good games on. Yeah, so college football will be fun this week. Like I said, um, it's probably the most interesting week. This honest. probably is one of the most interesting weeks. Yeah, I love Alabama LSU games. You know. Everyone's predicting the scores to be really, really high. I think Alabama's actually picked by like 14 points. Okay. 
But I think it's going to be a classic Bama LSU game, and I, you know, I think my 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 official prediction is seventeen to thirteen Bama, and Tua throws for, you know, around I, I think he throws for less than three hundred yards. Everyone's predicting like a fifty-eight to fifty game, forty to ten, <clears throat> like thirty-five to thirty. See, that would be good. That'd be a good college football game to watch. You know what I'm saying? I like the defensive ones. I liked like the national title game, whatever it was, years ago when it was Bama versus LSU, and it was like nine to six. I like those types of games. Good defense. So, but that about wraps that up. Uh, we'll you know be watching college closely, and we'll probably start covering it a little more now that we're in the meat of the season here. Yeah, these games really start meaning everything, and uh, I'll be at the Florida game tomorrow. So if I don't come back, I died. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if you listen. Thank you. Hit us up. Tell us what you thought. And uh, tell your friends about us. We're trying to build an audience. And that's about it. So yep. appreciate the listen. And thank you. See ya. Good evening. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Wait a minute. Oh, my. That's this week's episode of Roundtable Sports Talk Podcast with your hosts, Austin and Brett. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Roundtable Sports Talk. Thank you for listening. 